Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. Brought to you by Pink Box Purpose. I'm Heather. I'm Jenny. I'm Michelle. And I'm Bethany. Thanks for joining us. While the four of us were studying the Bible together, we realized that many women have the same questions that we do. Join us on this journey through the Bible. We promise lots of laughs along the way. Come to week seven. We're calling this one Coats, Goats, and Dreams. We are looking at Genesis chapters 37 through 45. If you haven't read, put us on pause and catch up. Okay, so in this section, we are introduced first to Joseph. And if you remember from last week's reading, he is the 11th son of Jacob, but he's actually the first son of Jacob and Rachel. So he ended up being Jacob's favorite son. Kind of talked about, I guess I never looked at it this way, but he was clearly the favorite. And so was he kind of being not humble about that when he's talking about his dreams and saying, you're going to all bow down to me? And do you think he kind of got a big head at the beginning of all this? Or do you think it's just he was speaking truth? Because that's what you know, I never really thought that of it or that. Like, was he just like a 17-year-old boy that's... Just got some dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I just picture him. I picture him I like know. sporting this coat <laughs> that his dad gave him. And he's like, I got a coat. And he's got this. I mean, I would be jealous if I was oh, the yeah. older siblings. Like, yeah. we're working all the time for you, dad. And then you just, like, make this dream coat. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's sporting it. it the dream I don't think they called it that. No. Well, whatever kind of coat. his dream coat. (laughs) That was was Broadway, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, one of his dreams, which was kind of, I don't, I like the parallel where he says that the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars, and I never thought about this way, but he talks, when Jacob responds to that, he says, well, your mother and I, so they must be like the sun and the moon, and then the 11 stars are the brothers, but I thought it was a cool correlation that you don't hear much about her in any of this but he includes her in that dream that even she would bow down to him i believe she's passed away by the time Mm -hmm. that happens Mm -hmm. though so i think that's what made me think about it is Mm -hmm. he includes her in that that she would be bowing down to him but she actually never made it to see him be that yeah well and joseph's brothers are so jealous of him that they are going to kill him they come up with this plan to kill him and they decide that they would feel too guilty if they actually went through with that so they decide to sell him i think it was the was it the oldest brother reuben that was more yeah. like reuben listen up guys let's not do this because this could be really bad let's just do this instead which at least he had one that was right. kind of rooting for him there but it's crazy what jealousy can yeah. do to a person so i was reading in my insert and it really started making me think about it says could jealousy ever make you feel like killing someone but before saying of course not look at what happened in this story 10 men were willing to kill their younger brother over a robe and a few reported dreams their deep jealousy had grown into ugly rage completely blinding them to what was right jealousy can be difficult to recognize because our reasons for it seem to make sense but left unchecked jealousy grows quickly and leads to serious sins the longer you cultivate jealous feelings the harder it is to uproot them And the time to deal with jealousy is when you notice it yourself and keeping score on what others have. And this is why there's Dateline. (laughs) (laughs) 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Do you 
got to feel for the brothers just a little bit. If he was a 17-year-old punk who's just like, I'm the favorite, I've got this coat, and I've got these dreams, and you guys are all going to be <laughs> bowing down to me. I mean, that gets old after a while. Yeah, he did have some, his weakness was his youthful pride, for sure, yeah. um, which caused friction with the brothers, but clearly God had a plan for him. Well, and I think it takes probably so long for God to use him, then, if you fast forward to how long it is that he's actually interpreting right. dreams. And God he probably to. had to work out his character of being this 17-year-old little punk that is yeah. kind of arrogant. I mean, I we're know. just assuming. Been assuming. Yeah, we're maybe. Just, but just he, had some, he had some baggage to work out. Yeah. Maybe some resentment of his brothers. But he ends up being thrown you into prison. You would be resentful if I sold you. Yeah. If <laughs> 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 you tried to kill me. <laughs> I had better clothes than you. Slavery. Yeah, because uh, I had a better clothes. Would you Because you had the name brand coat and yeah. you had the off brand coat. Yeah, I had <laughs> the good like LA version. gear and she had Nike or something. <laughs> oh my What's goodness. cool is I caught it just because we talked about it earlier but they sold him to the ishmaelites which is actually the descendants of ishmael oh that wild donkey man the wild donkey (laughs) man had some descendants that had to pick up joseph for themselves (laughs) (laughs) so uh let's just talk about the insert of backward story in between all this we're going to chapter 38 (laughs) judah and tamar Tamar, the determined widow. And what did she do? She tricked her father-in-law, Judah, who is one of Jacob's Jacob's sons. Yeah. Yeah, tricks him into getting her pregnant, and he thinks that she's a prostitute. And he basically... what was she wearing? A veil? Don't they ever check under the veil? I don't know. What what is up with these veils? But he trades a goat for her. He's like, hey, prostitute, will you... Well, she says that she wants something, and so he offers (laughs) her a goat it's the going price, I guess. Coats, goats, and dreams. dreams. <laughs> so I'll give you a goat for yeah. your bod. Yeah. If you sleep with me. And then came the baby. Yeah. Two. Two babies. Two babies. And all because she wanted to keep the family line going, correct? And I just think this is an awkward place to just yeah. throw a story about one of Jacob's sons. sons. And it, they, yeah. in the notes, they say... Judah's embarrassment over his transaction with the cult <laughs> prostitute <laughs> is evident when instead of going himself, he sent his friend with her payment, which was the goat. <laughs> That's an awkward He's situation. Right. <laughs> okay, so we, we, can, we Joseph, can move back on. To back to Joseph story. now. It was just a little instinct. But basically, it gets to Egypt. He does, and then he gets thrown into prison because Potiphar's wife... Thought he was handsome. Yeah, and tried to... Well, and Potiphar is um, one of Pharaoh's officials, so he's not top guy, but he's close to it. He's a big... Mm -hmm. um, But he's a big deal. It says Joseph was well-built and handsome, and the master's wife really wanted to sleep with him. So she gets rejected by Joseph. She gets upset and claims that he actually tried to rape her. And that's why he's thrown into prison. And then some sweet things happen in prison when the cup bearer and the baker get thrown in there. So I was reading in my notes, the cup baker and the the cup bearer and the baker were actually two of the higher up people because mm. they're making the food and the cup bearer always tests the wine Ooh, that's, before 
the king drinks it. Well, you <laughs> no, might no. not. No, you don't. It's poisoned. <laughs> so the reason there's a cupbearer is if the wine is poisoned, he, he will die. Oh, and then, it's like a sacrificial right? job. But yeah. these two jobs are high up because I think it pays well. they have to be, <laughs> they have to trust them. Yeah, so he oh throws his two officials in jail, and it doesn't say why they're in there, but basically they have dreams, and jo- Joseph is right about their dreams. Yeah, Joseph's able to tell them what it means, and kind of just basically tells them their fate, which happens like the next day, which is pretty sad. And he told them to remember him, and they did forget about him for a little while. But then two years, years, it says, Pharaoh dreams that he has seven fat cows and seven skinny cows and grain. And so then the chief cupbearer remembers that Joseph had told him about his dream, and they go get him out of prison. Back to being a good leader. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph had shown himself to be wise, discerning, and filled with God's spirit. And so Pharaoh was happy that he could read his dreams. All right. So basically the dream uncovers there's going to be seven years of healthy healthy, crops and stuff. Lots of abundancy of food. Food. Yes. And, and then, then seven then years of famine. Joseph knows this and they store up all of that food. He gets put mm-hmm. in charge because he's like, you'll be a good leader about that. And it says he's 30 years old at the time. Okay, so, so he's, he's been in he's, prison for a while. Well, he's yes. been sold for a while. He wasn't in prison for all those years. Okay. The famine happens, and so Jacob's sons have to travel all the way to Egypt because they know that there is actually food there because Egypt had saved up their grains. Mm-hmm. And right before his brothers come, don't forget, he is given a wife and he has two kids. Just That's a little right. insert. Oh, yeah. But then, the, yeah, then Jacob tells his sons to travel to Egypt to get some grain for their family. And leaves Benjamin behind because he has already lost Joseph. He doesn't want to lose his other son from Rachel. So now he keeps Benjamin behind. When the brothers get there, they don't recognize Joseph. But Joseph recognizes them right away. And you know what he did? Cried like a baby all the time. And he wept and he wept and he wept and he wept. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Just really cared for them. (laughs) (laughs) So Joseph tells, tells the brothers that they need to bring Benjamin back in order to get the food. Mm. And so they have to go back and tell Jacob, but Jacob's afraid. Jacob to lose him again. Angry. So kind of looking at this position that Joseph has found himself in 15 years later after seeing his brothers, I have a question that says, do you think Joseph's sense of destiny came from God or from himself? And what kind of leadership qualities did God have to kind of work into Joseph's life to put him in this position? I actually think it's both. So, you know, God gives us visions or dreams or promptings and we can't do it without him but it's our job to move on those like we have to take the first steps and trusting what he tells us and just keep moving in that in that direction i like that well and it isn't always easy either and even if you look at joseph's life he was given this gift of dreams when he was 17 but he's not being able to use it until he's 30 still not giving up and trusting that God gave him this gift and this dream and working through some of those things to become a better leader, I think. Don't you think sometimes when you get that prompting, people are too scared to say yes because they think they have to run a marathon in a day, which some people can do, but I can't. When you could just do baby steps, maybe it'll take you 30 years to fill your calling or whatever it is. But it doesn't always have to be done. You say yes to something, it doesn't have to be done immediately. It will take time. Amen. And sometimes that original vision that you have is not what you end up doing. It it, it changes. God changes it. 
like the railroad tracks. Yeah. I think you're going one way, and then they, and then it goes <laughs> off the other. Way. Well, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened with Pink Box, though. Uh, You know, if you think about 2015, where Heather and I started, and it was like trying to sell underwear to where God led us, and we thought we were going to be like the next Tom's Shoes, and we try to forget about that. But it's so good, too. I'm glad that her and I journaled during that time, because it's good to see, even though God was prompting us towards something, it wasn't a clear vision or clear dream. We thought it was pretty clear. And God, we've continued to say, I think it's taking so long to do some of the things because God has to work out things in our own characters and our own lives and teach us how to be better leaders and and even just helping us like read the Bible and dive in more. I know that something will come of that to trust in his word. So dreams don't always happen right away. Yeah. And just to kind of close out, I think obviously with the whole brothers and finding out it's there was a lot of forgiveness in that too. Joseph closes by basically saying don't be afraid that i'm angry with you because god had a bigger plan for me so recognizing that you could get hurt along the way you could make mistakes along the way but forgiveness and grace reconciliation there you go Mm. can all be part of the story you always got like the wise wise lines the grand poopa of the grand of the wise sayings by Michelle. That is all the time we have today. Join us next week. We're going to look at Genesis 46 through the end, and we're calling this one Walk Like an Egyptian. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Always remember to fall asleep with a dream and wake up with a purpose. Pursue your purpose.